Hello, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Um, Listen, we're not live, so do not text the show. Put put it back in your pocket, that 50 pence. But you can follow us at Frank on the Radio on uh, on Twitter and Instagram or email us via the Absolute Radio website. Um, So we are working from home, which is, of course, has already become something of a a tradition. Um, So I don't know about you guys... I am hunched over my linen basket. <laughs> and that's literal. It's not any kind of uh, euphemism. I have a desk, but there's so much stuff on it. Um, I don't think I could place uh, a florin on it. I don't think I have enough room for a florin. Do you know what a florin is? <laughs> is it an Italian it's, coin? No, it's a two shilling piece from oh, yesteryear. Yeah. Is it? Uh, we've started. We've started uh, a bit retrospective already, but that's fine. So Hello, boys. I'm, I, I'm at my linen basket. Where are you guys? I'm, can I just say I'm worried that the Hello Boys sounded a bit late night adult channel. I no, do apologise. Okay. It always makes me think of I think it was Ava Hasegova who um, in a, in, oh, a, yes. in a Brazier, the uh, Brazier. car crash poster campaign. Yeah, exactly. Hello, boys. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Ow. I mean, how many other radio stations do you get Florins and Brasiers in the first <laughs> minute? Well, you know, I was at the um, the Brits. My, my first ever visit to the Brits, the Smashing Pumpkin or Smashing Pumpkins were something like Band of the Year, and <laughs> yeah. Ava Segova presented it, and she just opened the envelope and shouted Smashing Pumpkins, and I shouted oh. here, here, and didn't get a, a, a single <laughs> laugh. Of course, of course. Did. Now it wouldn't be acceptable. Then you'd have thought I was in with a shout. Yeah. So, um, what? Where are you I'm guys? In, You're at, are you at your in your offices, your respective offices? You I'm first. No, I'm I'm actually in my cellar, which has a Whoa. sort of <laughs> an, an an area that we call the den. It's like a little living room. We've had a cellar conversion. I used to do very well when people gathered and we'd tell jokes oh, to them. Yeah, got it. I, uh, I, I hope you've got a nest egg. Keep going. <laughs> we'll talk about that off air. Yeah. I don't want to sob on the radio. <laughs> but no, I've already um I've seen your cellar. Mm. Um and wow. it looks no, Frank, I've only seen I've seen it. a lot of cellars in my time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, we know well, that. Dunge- we call them dungeons. But uh, <laughs> how, are, how are your friends coping, by the way, in the Well, S&M they're very community. good at following rules in the S&M community. So um, generally they've been, uh, they've been excellent, I must and say. And I imagine they're absolutely scrupulous on the hand-washing front hygiene oh, yeah. for these people. And also um, I've seen a few of them recently before we were all... Um, incarcerated and they all had the zips closed on their gimp masks <laughs> so the I S&M should, community are taking the whole crisis very seriously I should imagine now that hand washing is actually painful they're loving it well yeah, yeah. <laughs> once you get down to the bone yes. where well, are you I, where are you sitting in well can I just say while we're on the subject of hand washing my skin I mean, if I went on Tinder right now, only Komodo dragons would be interested in me. Oh, I'm no, at that no. level. It's not good. And I don't think they're on there. They can't get their paws to work the keys. That's the shame about the Komodo oh, so dragon. They're, they're well, I wouldn't mind, but they, I find them a bit unpredictable <laughs> when they're prone to rages. That's the only thing that would put me off a bit. The other bad thing, looking. they were years ahead of the, uh, the trend on this because their saliva has, has always been uh, deadly because they bite people. 
people and their saliva if the if the bite doesn't get them i'm talking now komodo dragon um mm. that the the, uh, the saliva um does oh. so um yeah oh yeah they're uh, they're a, a twin spearhead the komodo well billy bob thornton i may have mentioned this before called them pure evil i seem <laughs> to remember <laughs> but um you know <laughs> I mean, that's one thing in their favour of, but uh, I, Why, I'm mate? sitting... Go oh, on, go on sorry. No, no, please. I'm sitting at my kitchen table Lovely. and I have Ray behind me gnawing on some hide. It's lovely. Mm. Okay. Do you okay. do all your own slaughter it? <laughs> <laughs> Desperate times, Frank. Yes. Yeah, I know. I'm guessing there's a, a Welsh dresser with some... Um, Willow pattern dinner plates, is that correct? <laughs> it's very much that vibe. There's a lot of, there are some copper pans hanging up decoratively, never used. That Welsh, that Welsh dresser is supposed to be quarantined. You need to send him out of there. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like little women. <laughs> um, uh, there's about eight I'm, jokes in that, none of, them, none of which I'm going to do. Um, I think maybe music. <laughs> Did you um, did you join in with the um, public applause for the NHS on Thursday night? I did. I went um, out to my concrete patch, Al, and uh, I was wearing koala pajamas wow. and my slippers. And you know what I liked? I could tell it, my area was quite middle class because I heard a man saying, "Bravo." Bravo. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Author. <laughs> PD. <That is> excellent. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I didn't know this thing was happening and I was actually on the phone to my mum at like five to eight on Thursday and then she basically hung up on me in order to go and stand in the street and clap. <laughs> she went, I've got to go, it's the NHS clap thing. And, and just walk, okay, walked well, I've, I've used I've used that line to get out of a conversation <laughs> before now. Exactly. But I didn't expect it from my mother. But No, indeed. She, she went off and, and then I said to my son and my wife, I said, oh, it's the NHS clap thing, we should go to the door. And honestly thought it would just be us, really. And yeah. it felt like the whole street was really loud, um, but also similar to uh, Emily Dean. I um, I think I live in quite a middle class area, and there's a couple of doctors on my street. So, oh, so they, did they clap, or did they just come out and bask in it? <laughs> yes, did they bow? Did they, they were just recording come on it for, for an a ringtone? I don't know. Well, what that was they about. bowed. That would have been <laughs> if they'd have bowed. I'm author. I said if I'd have been those doctors, I would have put the white coat on, just in case people didn't know. <clears throat> I say that um, my my wife and son, we stood on the step and applauded, but actually, and uh, and I hope you don't judge her too swiftly, my wife did not applaud. She did not applaud the NHS for the oh, Thursday okay. night. Um, and there's a reason and for that. Go private. <laughs> on, yeah. In our She's... road, we, not, we didn't do it at all. We're having one for private medicine tonight. <laughs> oh, God. She's, she threw some real God's money in her sake. background. No, she didn't applaud. And I'll tell you why. It'll take a little bit of setting up. On Sunday, Mothering Sunday, we mm. as a family went for our government-mandated half an hour of outdoor exercise. Oh, yeah. And mm. we were in the park, beautiful, sunshiny day, and we were playing a game a bit like Tig, where you sort of snatch something from uh, one member of the family would wear like a, a makeshift tail, like a T-shirt, 
you know, stuck in the back of the shorts or whatever. Okay. And it, like, snatched the, I think it's the tail off the fox or something. So we're playing that People in the field. People are writing this down as things to do during <laughs> lockdown. Well, may I warn them against that? Because oh. we played it for about five minutes and in a freak accident, my wife snatched the tail and broke her finger very severely. Oh, no. And turned around and went, I've just broken my finger. And of course, we're like, well, the worst possible place that we have to go now is hospital because yeah. we've all been no. told that it's a global pandemic. And I did what I think might be the most middle class thing I've ever done. In an emergency, I phoned a friend whose husband is a doctor and said, oh, yeah. where should we go? And he was sat next to her and came on the phone. And so it's been a very dramatic week. But I um, don't like cause of injury lunging at a foxtail. Exactly. It's a bit depressing. Yeah, yeah. cause of injury. A five-minute game of TIG, essentially. Is you know, my, my dad I? broke his finger. Um, of course he, he did. Tapping, <laughs> a balloon, tapping a balloon up. You know, you just tap a balloon really? too many times. And he hit the mantelpiece and broke his finger, and he didn't Whoa. go to the hospital. And forever then, it was a weird, crooked, Horrible piece of gristly meat that just stuck out of him. Well, <laughs> Frank, I want to know what happened in the Skinner household. Well, I will tell you that in a minute. But um, I, I, I think I think we're in we're in need for some music. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We we went out on on our front step to applaud the NHS, and um, just me, me, Kath, and Boz. There's just the three of us. We model our um, household on the Holy Family. That's nice. Mary, Joseph mm. and Jesus. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and we went out and um, we were applauding and then Buzz went in after about 20 seconds. And I thought, oh, he's, he's only got 20 seconds of applause in him. That's a, a blow. Mm. He came out with his trombone and um, blasted out some um, raucous notes for the NHS. Oh, how marvellous. Which was it's actually brilliant. Yeah, he's got it was a, and uh, people loved it. Got laughter in the road. <laughs> Any laughter you can get mid um, mid international crisis is um, is to worth a lot of money. Well, a child playing a brass instrument might be my favourite thing in the world. I just yeah. I absolutely Lovely. love it. Well, it's um, obviously in our road. It was less of a novelty because I often get people gather outside my house at night and just applaud. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's a lot of love. Out there, but yeah, Buzz gave it a sort of Dixieland feel. The whole, I the whole NHS. New Orleans, yeah. What I um, I noticed there was a lot of there were some pots and pans over my way as well in oh, North London. Oh, people banging them. Well, it was a kind of yeah, it was a bit of stomp reunion, oh, but that was okay. very much a thing. Uh, I noticed there's a producer Spencer. Uh, Millman, who you'll be familiar with, Frank. I think you've worked with him. Well, I, I tell you some the interesting mm. fact about Spencer Millman. His dad, who worked in um, the clothing business, yes, made the Velcro skirts that were ripped off the box face ladies. Oh, shut in Eurovision. up! That's an excellent fact. That for a fact. Oh, I'm so jealous. What a oh, Frank's got thing a fact to have like that about everyone that he's ever worked with. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Go on, he, try me. No, no. He, no. he posted on Twitter last night a picture of a broken wooden spoon he'd been beating so virulently okay. to make the noise. I mean, I have to say, uh, I know we're here for light-hearted purposes, uh, but mm. it was 
it was a moving event. I was really, it was a brilliant thing. The, yeah. the NHS applause. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I didn't cry, but I was, um, I was full up, as we used to say. I was full. Oh, I was really full up. <laughs> I was. I'd had um, an, an earlier terrible. Um, we're not a million miles from being that comedian that you saw say a round of applause for the police. No, I know. <laughs> I know. No, that was, uh, yes. No, I know, but I did think last time, usually if I'm outside my house crying in pyjamas, it's, it's not for such a moving reason. Indeed. Well, exactly. <laughs> and I find if I've just been dumped, I tend not to applaud them on the way out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now, I, um, yesterday... Um, Kath made Buzz a bit of uh, a sort of bit of toast stuff and burnt the toast and the um, the alarms went off, the smoke alarms went off in our house. Well, I'm a guy who doesn't really do anything anymore. I call I call someone in to do it and the, the alarms went off and I thought, I have no idea how to stop the smoke alarms. Mm. These could be on for 12 weeks. Yeah. That was my thought. And you know what? I thought, no, you've got to do it. These are different times. And I went and uh, I, I went round with a, a stepladder and I twisted them all off the ceiling and they stopped and it was a special moment. And at the end of it, Buzz said to me, oh, well, I've got to go and wash my hands again now. I said, why have you got to wash your hands after that? He said, well, my fingers are covered in earwax. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely... Lovely story, which I I cherish. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, I would like to take us to the outside world. Yes. Lynn Arneson, let's start with her. Morley Lass, that's a, a Twitter handle. She says, what's the most innovative meal you've had to make with the offerings left in your kitchen cupboard? Oh, that's a great question. Hmm. Uh, yeah, because we've had a, uh, we've had a couple of moments when I've thought, um, what if we can never get food again? Mm. That'll be that. Yeah. But um, I uh, I had a I mean I haven't been desperado so far. I've had a, a pasta um, with no maybe people do this anyway. But I had a pasta that was just with sauce and no meat or anything. That's as, that's as hard as it's got for me. Oh, Frank, Do you know I've what I mean got, by that? I've got yes. linguine with uh, butter and pepper and salt. That's good. I mean, How do you feel about eat, that? If you're going to eat pasta. Well, I feel like I have to um, take hold of the eccentric combination food reins here. As ever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I went quite early on the we must eat everything, food waste is a cardinal sin during these troubled times. And yeah. so I've started... And you want to save money, it's handy. Yeah, exactly. I've started making a real meaningful effort on um, demolishing any food that is in the freezer to make space for other food that could go in the freezer when we get to do a decent food shop again. Oh, yeah. So I find myself the other day eating five portions of frozen sweet potato mash that we had just in the freezer and three fried eggs and some leftover cold duck from the night before. Cold duck? This is the world's strongest man. I've been on holiday with them and that's what they eat. Which yeah, came first, the eggs or the duck? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It was pretty delicious, actually. It was not a bad way to spend, what? like, 10am. 
Well, I mean, I know you delivered it as eccentricity, but it's making my mouth water. I'll be, I'll be quite honest. <laughs> no, with not you. Mo, Frank. Too greasy for these times. No, what, the duck. Yeah, the duck. Well, I think I we think it can be if it's hot, there. but it was cold duck. Okay. It was all uh, right. I always say I've, duck is a is a meal best served cold. <laughs> oh no, that's revenge, isn't it? Gus I'm down down to I always my get last, mixed up. <laughs> I'm down to my last three muffins. And oh, I, no. I, well, I love the muffins. We all are, dear. <laughs> well, Andrew Dembina has also been in touch. This is I wonder one... if he's related Dembo. to the popular comedian Ivan Dembina. I don't know. We'll get in touch, Andrew. Uh, he's got in touch via Twitter. I think me and him had a big falling out, actually. So this is going to be terribly yeah, embarrassing. Best, best leave it. <laughs> this might put the family feud to rest. Well, uh, no, Andrew, no, it's fine. Andrew Dembina says, um, can Frank and Alan give us a preview of the kind of joke they both might already have for their first post-quarantine stand-up routines? Cheers from two months plus social distancing, Hong Kong. Oh, Two yeah. months plus, he's good. Wow. Well, I mean, what I what I resent about this question is the <laughs> oh suggestion God. that I go on stage with any sort of pre-planning. <laughs> <laughs> I find they fall off me like windfall fruit. And there's, there's no need to write any. I'll just walk up there and just see what happens. It's like uh, turning on a garden sprinkler for me. Yeah. And if you believe that, guys... <laughs> I have the Brooklyn Bridge for sale. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've had a, a, a message in via Instagram from Rosie Rouse. So here it is, boys. What new skills are Frank M and the Cockrell learning during the isolation? Well, first of all, Frank I've learned Skinner. how to op- operate the... Uh, laptop home microphone um, <laughs> setup, which I'm very proud about, which is Indeed. so far, so far is so goody, as I think Christopher Biggins used to say on children's <laughs> television. Um, Retro. I, I have completely bought into um, the Joe Wicks work. Have you? That are live. Really? Yeah, I have been doing, I, I missed Monday. I didn't know they existed. But I did uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I have to say, they're supposed to be for children. I've found them grueling, absolutely what? grueling. Is, um, has Buzz been those... doing them? Me, Buzz and, and Kath line up our mats next to each other. <laughs> and nice. we do the Joe Wicks um, workout live every morning at nine o'clock. Can I this say, if there's anyone good. listening, I would strongly recommend it. What a handsome man Joe Wicks is. And he, full of enthusiasm. He's full, full of, of enthusiasm. Uh, yes, full, oh, well, I mean, there was a terrible moment. Where juicy, mainly, juicy Joe, he gets called, doesn't he? Is that what he gets called? Yes. Well, it's I, very um, disrespectful. I, it I'm is. sorry. I, um, there was a moment which only a performer maybe would have picked up on this, but I, uh, he said, uh, right, so we had uh, eight, eight, 860,000 hits tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be a million. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, rather, it's going to be a million today. We're going to go for a million, a million. Let's have a look. Look, what we got six, six fifty, six. Brilliant, that's brilliant. And I thought, and then he had to do the whole. Oh. He had to do the whole routine, where which is all about, as you oh, say, is a bullion. Yeah. 
yeah. where I could see his heart was bleeding. It's oh, oh, I, I thought, oh, Joe, never set it up like that. If it happens, great, but never set it up. You know, it, it reminds me of in the... Uh, in the telethon when they used to do that. Let's go over to the scoreboard and see this time last year we'd raise this amount and when it's a disappointing rise. Yes. Oh, I hate a disappointing rise. Stop well, it, it's, Frank. Um, it's, <laughs> yes. Um, they've can, ceased to disappoint. I can t- <laughs> you can tell that these are unfamiliar times by the fact that I, like Joe Wicks, uh, a man who has a natural enthusiasm, which in normal times I find a trait that I love. Mm. He's 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 good company, isn't he? He's sort of, you know, you've been doing them. I think they say. I've done a couple of them. We we you did see, them um, before see, before my wife broke her finger on Sunday. We did. Them. <laughs> oh well, but Joe has got a uh, some sort of wrist uh, implant oh, on, unless he unless he does a, a falconry one straight after the the workout. Joe, this. He's got Joe some this, sort of Joe that. You've yeah. got mentionitis. No, no. No, but seriously, I mean, I, the only time during this where I genuinely thought I had the, the, the awful virus was mm. post the, the first Joe that I did. And I went to have a shower after and suddenly I felt really sick and ill and had to lie down. I realised it was just shock. It's been so long since I'd done any physical exercise. That um, I'd, 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 I'd woken up all sorts of inner, um, inner toxins. Oh, he yeah. focuses um, a lot on the lunges, I find, and I'm I'm not a lady who lunges. Well, there's a great song about that. Yes. <laughs> no, so I, I, um, a little it, less lunging. And yeah, the lunges are hard. Um, but I, I I would urge everyone to do it. I, first of all, I'd like That's to get nice. him up to a million um, to get That's past nice. that awful thing. If you ever seen a man have <laughs> terrible career news and then have to bunny hop? <laughs> yeah. You would know the difficult times we are living in. I've also been looking at him and thinking, God, my hair's going to be that long in 12 weeks. So I'll be able to get to a barber. So I've had to readjust my hair as well to allow for growing because I thought if I keep the quiff, by the end of it, I'll look like some sort of Korean pop star. So um, I've, I've already, I've gone, I've gone slightly fringed. I'm moving towards uh, fringe. I'm in a halfway house. Oh. Well, the, de- the desert island chic is going to be a huge this autumn winter. Mm. Well, I certainly smell like it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Uh, this is uh, this is the Frank Skinner Show with Frank Skinner, Emily Dean, and Alan Cochran. We're not live today. I'm sorry, we're not live. So don't don't text the show. You'll be wasting your money. But you can follow us on uh, at Frank on the Radio. That's Twitter and Instagram. Or you can email us via the Absolute Radio website. And even if we don't get them now, which you know we probably won't. Um, do that because what I, if if we end up um, being quarantined for a long time, I really would hate to lose that part of the show, which was our readers' input because that is a, such an important thing. And I'm not just saying that for baloney; I mean it. So we we really we really want to hear from you. There's probably I could probably give out all sorts of texts and emails by which you could contact us, but I don't have them at my fingertips. <laughs> I mean, I. Personally, I think we should st- say stuff for baloney. That would be a decent exchange at the moment. Oh, okay. The going rate of baloney currently. <laughs> if anyone wants to baloney? send any baloney. It's, it's like a baloney. It's like a tulip fever, isn't it? In a, yeah. uh, baloney a is sausage, isn't it? a processed meat, isn't it, was, Al? No, that's baloney, isn't it, with a pea? No. 
No, it's baloney. I mean, this well. is exactly the sort of thing that normally we could have asked 8, 12, 15. But, well, exactly. Uh, I'm sure what, it's What is baloney, baloney would be one of our more uh, highbrow textings, I think. <laughs> I think it's processed meat, Al. Are you with me? I think so. Thank you. I, no, I, I think you're on the same track, but I think it's baloney with a P. Oh. oh anyway, well, in, uh, what are we going to learn about baloney? Um, we can put it on Twitter, maybe. Yes. Maybe. Um, at unsa- just briefly, at unsavoury character, uh, oh, one of mine, says the show not being in is the first sign of the creeks rising, which oh, is lovely. Yeah. Well, yes. No, but that's why we're saying we will continue to do the show. Well, we'll, we'll, do, we'll certainly do our do best. Do our best. Um, we, at, at the moment, I think we've all been untouched um, by the, uh, the horrible thing, haven't we? Mm. But it's... Uh, it's- it's scything through people in the public eye, isn't it? It's uh, it's going for um, celebrities just as much as the common man, if I may say. It's well, currently Prince, we've Prince got, Charles, yeah. Boris Johnson. Johnson, our leader, and uh, Matt Hancock, the health secretary. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I suppose. I suppose All with mild symptoms, in. as it turns out. That does make you wonder if the rich have got some sort of deal going on somewhere. <laughs> well, do you? <laughs> Well, what? you know, well, no one's called me. I haven't been out much. I'll you, be honest with you, I haven't been out. Do you feel like you've been left out of the WhatsApp group of the rich? <laughs> I have, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hashtag rich. <laughs> I like that the new status symbol, which used to be what are you driving, you know, those conversations. Yes. And now it's um, how many uh, how many toilet rolls you got, mate? That's oh, the yes. new boast, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not too fussed about the toilet roll thing. Are you going to, you'll be all right. Well, I didn't use a commercially um, sold toilet roll until <laughs> I was, um, I think, I think 14 years old. You only got them on the pirate toilet roll market. Commercially sold, man. <laughs> Black market toilet roll. What, did, what was this if it wasn't Contraband. commercially sold? Well, no, well, it was commercially sold, but it was commercially sold for reading the news in. Because um, we used uh, we used newspaper throughout my childhood and into my early teens. We, I mean, the we we regarded uh, toilet paper as an affectation. Wow! I mean, I'm not joking about that. It's actually absolutely no. true. And in Didn't the age of the, the free print? newspaper, I mean, it's a great time to bring it back. Sorry. <laughs> Did you have um, sort of imprints of cartoons and news stories well, on your backsides? I couldn't see. Oh, okay. them. I, didn't have, no, I couldn't afford a periscope. it worked perfectly fine as far as i could uh, tell i never really examined uh, you know but honestly so don't worry as long as you've got as long as you've been keeping up uh, with the press i think you'll find that'll be okay it was uh, it was absolutely uh fine it's like we never bought pet food you know (laughs) i I mean (laughs) that scraps that's what pets eat yeah Here's me paying for gluten-free dog food. Oh, I mean, it's absolutely outrageous. This idea that do- someone told me hey. once that um, that do- hey, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I don't want to step. We've all, we've all had me, a drink. They said um, <laughs> they they gave their dog vegetarian dog food. They oh, said that, 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 that they said it actually it suits them better. And I said, well, look, we had a dog. We used to kick it out the 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 yard at about. Um, nine o'clock every morning and it would come back nine o'clock at night and the local butcher told me he said you i'm sick of your dog it's it sits outside my shop and barks and i said to this person i never had that complaint from the greengrocer 
Have either of you seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger video? I, like, I went a bit formal there. He's Arnie, isn't he? He's a one-name man, really. But he did a video with his donkey Lulu and his miniature pony Whiskey, who both uh, whiskey. Uh, live in the house. Yes, and I saw that. Did you see that, Al? I, I did, yeah. Did I you didn't it, think Frank? it was a very nice house. I thought he'd have a much nicer house. Surprisingly normal, wasn't it? Yeah, well, except there was a donkey and a horse in it. <laughs> and he does Arnold say at one point in a sort of, I was a bit misjudged, he says, as you can see, we live in very small quarters here. So, as Yeah, I wasn't, of, I wasn't yeah. certain if that's just that he's used to being so massive that even, yes. even rooms that look all right are kind of small and confining for him. He said some uh, amazing things. One of the things he said about the coronavirus was don't go in crowds because touching other people, that's how you get it. (laughs) I think I'm I'm amazed the government haven't forefronted that. (laughs) Trump probably hasn't mentioned it. (laughs) What I liked about the Arnie, Lulu and Whiskey triumvirate was that Arnie was very much... You know, you've made this point before on the show, Frank, about how often with celebrities they'll cut their hair... And they'll keep it exactly oh, yeah. as it was when they first got famous so that they're yeah. always recognised. Indeed. Now, obviously, Arnie's done that with the crew car. Well, it's not a crew car. What is it, Al? It's like a sort of flat-toppy thing. It's a, it's a sort of army Looked regulation. It died, didn't it? Is that what you're about to discuss? Uh, army oh, regulation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it's died. It's, it's mm. Clairol 04 Burnt Rat. That's the colour I think he uses. <laughs> What I noticed with regards to keeping your originale haircut, he had a Planet Hollywood style bomber jacket. Oh, yes. And on a T-shirt, it said Terminator. I mean, come on, mate. We don't need that much iconography. It was like one of those medieval paintings. I I never think one should wear one's own merch. (laughs) The half was as a man for that. (laughs) <laughs> Surely he's just thinking, I'm only staying at home. I'll wear all that stuff that I got free 15 years ago or 25 years ago. I still wear quite a lot of Admiral sports gear. I'm not even sure if the company still exists. Oh, but wow. they invited yeah. me when I was in my pomp. They invited me into their warehouse to just load up in a supermarket sweep style. So I've got quite a bit of Admiral. Is it still going? Eight, twelve. Oh. 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 What oh. about at one point Arnie says about Lulu the donkey, look at mm. that beautiful smile she has. Say hello, beautiful smile. I mean, I'm not being cruel, but as smiles go, I, I wouldn't say a donkey. I don't think that's their strong suit. I think they've no. got great legs, but the yeah. teeth are, are not great. I yeah. seem to remember having a debate with someone in an audience once mm. I was hosting a show and they told me um the, the person in the crowd who I think ran some sort of uh, wildlife thing he mm. said that um more people are killed by donkeys year on year I remember he used the phrase year on year because I didn't really <laughs> know what it meant year on year than in plane crashes what so he wants to be damn careful having one in his living room oh wow. Hmm. Uh, also, we're supposed to be super hygienic at the moment, surely. <laughs> Equines. 
Home equines is not the way forward. He said something I didn't like. He said, that, listen to scientists and experts, not foreheads. I took that oh, personally. Is that what he said? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so insulted in all my life. Uh, it's not just Arnie that's done a, um, a home video warning of the dangers of the coronavirus. Uh, Madonna did one from her bath, mm. uh, which I think she hoped would seem kind of uh, exciting um, and with a frisson. And all I could think when watching it was, who is filming this? <laughs> because I hope it's a, an adult partner rather than an infant or a child that she's forced <laughs> into filming her. She was sort of hunched up in the bath, so there was nothing revealed. But no, it was a bath. I liked it. You liked it? It was full of yeah. petals, though. It was I found it quite frustrating. I thought, I bet she leaves a terrible tide mark when she pulls the plug on that. I didn't, I didn't think anyone really put petals in their bath. I thought that was a thing that you see in like films about the ancient Egyptians. <laughs> oh, we've had rose petal baths. Have you what really? would you gain from it except litter Have at the end? Have you had them when you, or when you go to hotels, like in sort of, you'll sometimes, you know, they'll do that. The travel lodges that I frequent <laughs> rarely seem to offer this service. But really? Day of their standards yeah. have slipped. <laughs> I have it. It's seen as sort of a nice thing. Like if you go mm. to certain places in the world, they'll do that. It's kind of a customary thing. It's like seen as a treat, having oh, rose petal baths. I stayed at a hotel in Cape Town, South Africa, and mm. they, they scattered um, petals all over the bed. Right. Oh. Uh, I, yes, I mean, that's fair. How did you find those? Well, I dismissed them. I mean, they added <laughs> nothing, and I, I, I wasn't tidying, so it didn't bother me. But I couldn't see the point. I can't see the point of them in the bath, really. No. I know, but that's because you see baths, as we've already established, as a very wholly functional activity. You would never have a bath for the sheer joy of it. I never wallow ever. Well, I'm having, I'm, I'm having at least two a day now and I'm loving it. Wow. I find it very soothing. Yeah. You're going to be able to grate cheese on your <laughs> fingertips. Well, I know. Well, Madonna. Day, I'm mainly appealing to the Komodo dragon demographic. It's fine. As long as you establish that early doors, terrible hand holders. I find that um, the water goes cold quite quickly if you try and stay. Oh, Whereas I imagine that Madonna is is a bit like an element in a kettle that her oh. inner rage keeps yeah. it at a fair, <laughs> a constant <laughs> inner rage keeps the water at a nice warm temperature at all times. Maybe when when the water is cooling, she just thinks of how much she loads hydrangeas and it just starts bubbling yeah. next to her. I'll tell you what, what I though, like. Sorry. I thought she I like I like the way she looked. She looks. Yeah. She really had sort of washed it all off, and she had roots on show and all that. Oh, and she looked like a man real... doesn't realise how much makeup someone's wearing. Did she really have makeup? <laughs> Did she have makeup yes, on? Yes, of course. It was very artfully applied, and it was beautifully done. But yes, Frank, it was no makeup. Makeup. Come on, man. Oh, was it? See, I'm <laughs> not sure right. I got the right. No I'm not sure that. I got the right message from. Um, from Madonna's video because I watched it and thought oh I haven't had a bath yet but I do need to clean the bathrooms and did so you? All it, yeah all it did was make me do some cleaning um, oh, and I one of the things that I've brought back into my life since this uh, 
home bound period is that I've started to clean the shower last and get in. I get naked in there, clean the shower with a little spray cleaner and a thing, and then I have a shower because I've finished my chores. Two uh, birds uh, with one how, stone. It's great Frank, fun. How did you feel about the naked thing? Sorry. What, what with Madonna? <laughs> I thought it was bad. It was reasonable. She, she <laughs> said at one point, but there was one point when I thought, mm, she said, I thought you've lost the room. Well, you've lost this particular room. She said, uh, this virus, it doesn't care about how rich you are, how famous you are, how smart you are, where you live, how old you are, how funny you are. I thought, no, Skinner's out. No, surely it cares about how funny you are. What kind of a monster is it? <laughs> and also it's been documented to care how old you are. It's definitely got... <laughs> what, I, what I didn't like is that it's not... Um, we weren't allowed to give, uh, as, a, as a people, Mother's Day flowers because they supposedly uh, are possible to carry the virus. And then oh, she's got yes. petals in the bath. True. Oh, bad, yeah. bad, bad, um, bad influencing. So how are you coping with the um, two-metre don't-touch-anyone thing? Um, I did a very good job the other day. I met somebody in the street who I hadn't met before. My wife said, oh, this is Paul. And I just went, hello, from about eight <laughs> feet away. <laughs> yeah. No attempt, no attempt to step forward. And, and I think he read it in me like, oh, this guy gets the social distancing. And I think I've gone straight from whatever belt to black belt in social distancing. I do wonder if I've been practising it a long time, though. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I imagine for some people, this has put you, you know, this is just, this is easy, isn't it? This is business as usual. I mean, I've got to say, every cloud has a silver lining. Hashtag me too has been tremendous preparation for this Yes, Because I haven't been getting any near anyone for about... Two years. Because I've got a we've career. Taken it, you know, we've I've got a career it, to look after. We've taken it very far today. I'm not even in the same postcode as you two. Well, exactly. I'm not prepared to risk it. I don't want you anywhere no. in my linen basket, <laughs> as I like are to call actually, it. Are you actually in your, are you in your linen basket, Frank? I am literally... Genuine. Um, I'm, I'm not in it. I've, I'm using it as a table no. for my laptop and the lovely microphone they've sent me. Which it's is not a like brilliant Alibaba. piece of kit that looks <laughs> oh, a don't bit do like PR. It looks like if you got to know Darth Vader very well indeed, <laughs> um, something you might like, see. When you started saying the lovely microphone they've sent me, I thought, oh, he's fallen on hard times. Yeah. This is—he's he, going to have to start plugging merch now. I no, he no. Do that. I, I mean, I didn't name the brand, but it's great. It's a lovely bit. It's the sort of thing that you, you see Johnny Ray singing into, like a big, oh, fat, yeah. you know, Johnny Ray, fifties mm-hmm. um, heartthrob. Um, it's it's got that feel to it. I, it's it's a something I'm happy to be hunched over, and that isn't a big list. Mm. Does it suit your purposes admirably? As I heard John Pertwee say when I was watching BBC Archive, which is all I watch at the moment. Uh, he on an, an old nationwide from the sixties when he collapsed a caravan in eleven seconds. Check it out, that everyone. That is. That's going some, isn't it? I'm assuming it was a collapsible caravan rather than just a terrible temper. No, he, he, did it, he did it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, fierce temper he had. But Al, oh, he was wearing the cape. And oh, wow. he kept the cape on, which I didn't like. Because the cape, the cape is cumbersome. 
for collapsing caravans. You can't wear a cape. Did he normally wear a cape, Frank, in character? A he black wore cape? it. He wore it a lot. Um, he, mm. he was the dandy. That was his Doctor Who. So lots of velvet and frilled shirts. Nice. Okay. Stuff. That was that was his look. Okay. He got it. He he, he 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 got the costume originally. That he was at a hospital and a doctor arrived dressed like that <laughs> and then changed into his, you know, his doctoring clothes and he stole them. What kind of a doctor that bloke was, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I know I must check that out. I like to see John Pertwee doing more or less anything. May I also recommend uh, some more BBC archive treats for you? Margate Gets Cable. Uh, brilliant clip. Is that a newsflash? Yeah. (laughs) That sounds great. It's really worth a watch. Why am I doing this, though? Are you two doing this? I'm I'm sort of going very retro. I'm finding it calming, going back to the past. I've been doing some odd watching. I I was trying to find a clip to show my wife of um, Donald Trump saying China in a funny way. Because he he sort of puckered his lips and went, it's from China. (laughs) It It really made me laugh. And so oh, I've got to find that now. I searched Donald Trump's saying China and somebody's put them all together on YouTube and there's about four and a half minutes of it. I watched it all and it didn't include the China that I was looking for. Oh. <laughs> but it's That's very good show. fun. Highly oh, recommended. Well, you must send us that link. <laughs> I'll oh, find yeah. it. I, that, that, that'll be four and a half minutes, not wasted. <laughs> Frank Skinner. So we had a we had a knock at the door, uh, which is a, a terrifying thing at the moment. Mm. Um, and it was uh, someone was, was delivering it a, a parcel from Pertlock. Pertlock, uh, no, it wasn't him. <laughs> um, and um, I, uh, I, this box arrived, so I opened it up, and it was um, Kath had ordered two hundred pairs of rubber gloves. Seems Unfortunately, a lot. it turned out it was related to the coronavirus <laughs> epidemic. Oh. I thought for a minute she was going to uh, spring a lovely Father's Day treat on me uh, later <laughs> in the summer, but it didn't work out that way. But uh, it's been, I, it, there's been a lot of that. Like we actually went shopping in rubber gloves. Oh, did you? Which is... Um, oh, did you? Uh, it's, a, it's a weird thing. Oh, I, I suspect mean, you quite like that, Frank, because it's quite sort of cheapo Doctor Who. I mean, <laughs> forgive me, but it's quite sort of cheapo Doctor Who effects, isn't it? It's what well, the monsters wear in Doctor Who, like spray-painted silver, the rubber gloves. Well, this will shock you to the core, but um, not so long ago, one could buy... Um, I mean, I'm talking about commercially available masks that were my face. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So I've I got a few. Obviously, they <laughs> sent me a few. Well, I know they sent me a few. I didn't buy any. But. <laughs> so I've been wearing one of those because it means it keeps away the germs, but also I still get recognised. That's great. Mm, mm. And That's really um, good. I would recommend. Probably you can knock them up now on a on a some sort of printer thing. Decent printer. We could all do that, so we still look like ourselves. Oh, I thought you were recommending we all had masks of you. Yeah, well, that would be a, <laughs> another... It depends what you're up to. I mean, I, I, you know when women say, uh, oh, I don't want to wash my hair today, I think I'll wear a headscarf. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm thinking that's, that's what I'm going to get like with the mask. I, I, I don't <laughs> think I'm going to shave. 
Well, it's me a mask of my own. Do you know face. I've got a few That's turbans <laughs> and I'm finding them very Have useful. You? Just ha- yeah, hair turbans for hair washing because they're really good for. I'm sure Cass got some. It's the hair in the towel vibe that I believe oh, yeah. you're a fan of, Frank. Aesthetically, oh, aren't love you? It. My favourite picture of Cass is her with a wet hair wrapped up in a big towel. Reading a Roald Dahl short stories. It's a it's a beautiful oh, picture. Oh, that's good. Mm. We've, all, we've all got our tastes. And because I my l- wife has her hand all bandaged up with the finger having been operated on, uh, when she'd washed her hair, I had to try to do that hair turban thing, and I made what I think they call a pig's ear of it. It was a right state. Um, Did she um, just? I'm we finding got, that. Sorry, we never found out what happened. To, did she actually get medical attention or? Did you yeah, have to she do got, it yourselves? She oh, got yes. surgery on them. She went to the hospital on Sunday and then got surgery on it on the Wednesday. Right, and as I, went to, as I went to collect her, I was leaving the house and a builder was clearing some rubbish from my next door neighbour's front path. And he said to me and the children, he went, it's a shame about this virus, isn't it? And that was his take on it. <laughs> which, He's right. Which I, think no, I think is that's a, a fair. Well, that is a fair summary. It's me and my son, who's, who's 12 and sarcastic, got into the car and said, um, I think understatement of the year there for the, yeah, the math. Well, I passed Bill Oddy in the street and he just, he <laughs> just recoiled didn't. from me and went, <laughs> which I thought was a tremendous response. I mean, the fact is, we should establish this is, we, no one here is saying it isn't a terrible, no. terrible, terrible thing. But, you know, it's like World War Two. If we cannot find some sort of lightness in this, we will all, um, we will all implode. And uh, the, Bill Oddy is the man who ought to be doing that. And I, I really <laughs> laughed. I wanted to hug him, but obviously it's not acceptable. No. no. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. We're not live today, so do not text the show. But you can follow us um, at Frank on the radio on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us via the Absolute Radio website. So all is not lost. That's Frank, we're start- we're in- we've been talking a bit about um, every cloud and just sort of small silver linings. I didn't I- know what Cobra stood for before. I'm just saying. No, I didn't either. And now we know. I don't. It's something about um, cabinet. Yes, it's cabinet office briefing room. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's briefing room A, which is why it's Cobra. Oh, that's right, yeah. It's lucky it was A. That's fantastic. Yeah. Can I just say on the subject of silver linings, I know that um, we're, we're really panning for gold here, but... Some of the memes that I've been sent in the past week have been mm. very funny. I think, mm. and the little videos that people... Did you see that video of the guy who's gone to the shop with a trainer tied to his face? <laughs> no. Mask. No. It really made me laugh. He's got a proper, like, wow. big Nike basketball shoe. <laughs> that is great. Oh, man, some of them have been very good. Did you so, see that you know, really pathetic one? For the memers. Did you see the yes, pathetic the one of an old guy... In spectacles, doing the Joe um, Wicks workout. <laughs> no, that was me. How dare you? No, I'm afraid it was me. And I think we will. We are going to put that on social media. I, I mean, I, I, and I really look like a tragic old oh, geezer. Excellent. I'm doing. Um, it's it's a cross hands um, kick. I don't know what it's called, but honestly, I, when I watched it, I felt 
despair, but then I thought I have to put this out there. This will make everyone feel better. Listen to this. Can you hear that? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, that's my... I've got a wobble on my uh, linen basket, so I've had to put a coaster <laughs> now under the leg. You I mean, this is not... You know, I've got, basket. I've got international representation. It shouldn't <laughs> they be get like that. this. They didn't have those no. problems on the uh, Starship Enterprise. <laughs> no, indeed. So there's a wobble on the linen basket. Although they often got thrown about a lot if there was any kind of meteor shower. Oh, yeah. Trust a lot, me, a lot of nylon up there. Um, <laughs> surprises didn't go up like Tinder. How do you Has always... gone up? How do you boys feel about requests for some sort of, you know, the greatest hits of the radio show? I mean, I'm not suggesting we repeat entire chunks of it. Well, when I was on tour, a bloke shouted out for a routine I hadn't done for 20 years. I can't remember Mm. which one it was now. And I miraculously, it was still when I started doing it, it was still in there. And so I did this routine, and it was old and coarse. It was extremely coarse. Excellent. And I thought everyone will know this in my egomaniac way, and I did it. Absolutely brought the house down. And what you don't want to do is do a request that goes better than your current stuff. <laughs> oh, this is true. That's well, a major blow. Although musicians, of course, still have on a regular basis. Yeah. Jason Mohammed has been in touch. He's uh-huh. tweeted us. He says, team, can you get Frank, like we have any sort of influence, can you get Frank to tell the Richard E. Grant story again, please? It made me cry laughing the first time. Oh, I shouldn't have read that bit, Frank. Um, he enjoyed it immensely. Do you recall it? I'm just trying to retrieve my numbskulls are upstairs trying to type in Frank Skinner, Richard E. Grant, and I can't think of one. What? If it's the one I think it was, I um, I was at an opening night and there was a lot of celebrities knocking about. And Richard E. Grant, who I'd met once before um, on a show when he turned up and asked everyone in the room how old they were. That was how it began. <laughs> everyone. I mean, the crew, everyone. Uh, I, I honestly met him and he said, hello, how old are you? And it was like that with everyone. It's very uh, weird. Um, and anyway, I saw. I thought. I, I don't know if he'll even, you know, say hello because um, he, he got a, um, he got a bit miffed on the day about something. Anyway, he came over to me at this opening and went, "Frank, how are you?" And gave me the most enormous, warm, loving hug. And then he walked off. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. He didn't speak to me again for the rest of the evening. <laughs> I think he probably realised that our two foreheads in in close conjunction was probably more dazzle than most people could yeah. stand for. It looked like repel, all human like beings. magnets. I think it looked like, you know, a scene from a sci-fi ambassadors have arrived <laughs> from another planet. So, Doctor. <laughs> doctor! Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Your Richard E. Grant anecdote, I think that was the correct one, by the way. I hope we've um, delivered, Jason Mohammed. Uh, that obsession with age is interesting because that reminded me of, I think I've mentioned him before, my mother was friends with a very theatrical, unsurprisingly, stage manager. He was a bit of a glasses on a lanyard type, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. And he was the one that got angry um, during 
when he was working on uh, The Importance of Being Earnest and the elderly actress kept getting her lines wrong and saying, a bag? <laughs> oh, and he no. said, please, if you're going to get any line wrong, don't make it that one. It's a handbag. People get coaches to come and hear that one line. Anyway, he had a habit, instead of saying happy birthday to my mother, he would ring every year and just say, how old is she now? <laughs> so horrible. I should say, I don't want to get the phone if it's him. He's just going to say, how old is she now? And put the phone down. Uh, and he did. Not, not using the name is so dehumanising <laughs> as well. He didn't even say, oh, hello, how are you? <laughs> literally, say, how old is she now? <laughs> and I, then I slam the phone down. I interviewed Jamie Lee Curtis, who... Um, I used to have an enormous crush on, and she told me that every year on her birthday, she phoned her mom and did this. She then did it. She did an impression of a baby crying, which was absolutely <laughs> brilliant. I mean, so realistic. <clears throat> and uh, she did it and it, it brought the house down. What a great thing to pull off that would be. On the, on the subject, subject of birthdays. Of, as, uh, on the subject of birthdays, oh, sorry, yeah. have have any of you found the uh, hand washing and singing happy birthday to yourself incredibly aging? Because <laughs> you know you're supposed to sing happy birthday to and happy birthday, dear Alan. And I feel like you're only supposed to hear that on your birthday. You're not supposed to hear it 50 <laughs> yes, times a day. Very good point. I think I might be 150 now since the coronavirus kicked in. Yeah. Well, I doubt you'll take my advice on this, but I actually do the Hail Mary. <laughs> oh, for goodness Which sake. is a, well, a good time. I do the Stevie Wonder version just because I prefer it. Thank you. Um, how does that go? Happy birthday oh, to oh, you. Oh, oh, good. Happy I can't be bothered to put shades on. You. <laughs> it's not good I for am... the focus of the soap between the fingers to does wear any... the sunglasses. Boys, I've got a question. Did... Uh, Nostradamus, who's um, I'm a real fan of his work normally in the Quatrains. <clears throat> Did he predict this? Does anyone oh, know? Because he's predicted definitely. everything else. The thing is with Nostradamus, <laughs> he probably did predict it, but it would have been uh, a Robin will sit on a red <laughs> gatepost, <laughs> and um, and someone will say, "There you go, he's predicted the coronavirus." Yeah. <laughs> so, I did. Um, because there's ones that he, he predicted Hitler, and it is something he like did, that. Um, a, vole, a vole lived in a tree. Well, why does and he I, always get one consonant wrong? He said hister. Oh, he's supposed to have said hister, yeah. Did yeah. he? Come on. Uh, um, yeah, he said, no, he come did, yeah. on, it could have been um, <laughs> the, the, the Scissor Sisters he was talking about. Yeah. If it's, gonna, you know, it's, as clo- it's about as close as that. Yeah. If Nostradamus had predicted the Scissor Sisters, that would have been one of the great moments <laughs> in predicting history. <laughs> Sounds like my mum's uh, stage manager friend. But, you know, I think... Imagine him- living with him, though. Oh, no. oh yeah. Well, do you fancy going to um, <laughs> Anne's next week? Well, the cloud will fall across a dog. Oh, Nos! Nos, <laughs> leave it! You know what I like, Frank? Is Where was Nostrad- he from? He was Italian. French. Oh, no, was he was French. Oh, was so it? his name was Michel, which is obviously, as we was know, it? Michael. Yeah, would be I, the I English translation. So Mike Nostradamus. <laughs> Mike. Oh, wow. I, I think we should call him Mike. That. I think we should call him Mike now. I thought it was his first name, you know, sort of um, Madonna style. No, Michel Nostradamus. 
And I think, believe he was a doctor, but he was also a herbalist. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Are you familiar with the... Um, oh no, I think the word is influencer. You know what an influencer is, don't you? Oh, oh yes. A sort of internet person. Um, of course, that was from a that was a word from a time before influenza was so prominent. Yes. Yeah, influencer exactly. and influenza—they're so too you, close together. Aren't they, they are also called YouTuber. That was the yes. job that most children uh, aspired to have one day. Yes, is that right? Yes, yeah, that's a worry. There you go. Well, there's one now. called. Um, now. Do you know Hopefully. Ava Louise? No, she's no. she's an influencer. Uh, she's 22. I know that much. And she has constructed, I mean, this for me was an error. She has constructed, you remember the ice bucket challenge and what, oh, yeah. a, what, a, what a massive hit that was um, mm. internet wise. She is, um, well, there's two things and it's one is about taste and one is about um, execution. First of all, she devised a coronavirus challenge. Um, Interesting. Mm. In which she had to show how um, unafraid she was of of getting um, getting the virus. Silly. And the method she came up with, Silly which she Billy. filmed, she filmed this and put it on. I mean, you you know you you'd guess it's fairly you know it's obviously not that hard to catch. Um, but what she came up with, she was on an aeroplane at the time. She went into the toilet on the aeroplane, and she filmed herself licking the toilet seat. Oh, yes, I think I did come across this crime. The thing is with that, it's such such an unfocused coronavirus (laughs) challenge. Because it's disgusting anyway and inadvisable anyway. Exactly. It's not not specific enough. You could use, I mean, that would be a, a challenge. That's just the hygiene challenge, isn't it? Yes, you're right. Also, yeah. it's always it's a, it's one of those things that said a lot that there is more germs on the average kitchen chopping board than there is on a toilet seat. Well, can I tell you what's think... more hazardous? Sorry, Frank. Go on. I was going to say, lick the bottom of your handbag. Far more hazardous. More germs on that, apparently, as well. Yeah. The handbag is always handbag. placed on the floor. <laughs> a bag? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I mean, she got. A, I just think, you know, it's not that difficult to construct a coronavirus challenge. And if you Mm. really feel that's a good thing to do. And uh, she just got it so wrong. Mm, Having said that, I was surprised how many times I looked at that picture of her (laughs) licking a toilet seat. It was something really. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I I think we're all going to find out new things about ourselves during this incarceration. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it will um, change you long term in any way? So anything has it made you think? You know what? I've been going out too much or stuff like that. Um, it's made me think that I've accidentally been in training for this. I love tinned food, and I already exercise at home, and now everybody else is living like me. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not yes, sure if it's changing me so much as everyone else is becoming like me. Alan, you were quite an early adopter of the apocalypse lifestyle. Uh, you know, with the bunker, wouldn't you say, Frank? The the hair is um, the social yeah, distancing cut short <laughs> economically yes. and sensibly. Yes, what, oh, a shaven-headed <laughs> man in in a cellar. I've got my own clippers. <laughs> what could It'll possibly no go wrong? To me. <laughs> Sorry, Al. What did you say? <laughs> I've got my own clippers. It'll make no difference to me. 
Well, I don't know. What am I going to do about my hair? Though? I mean, this is a serious point. Have you got, I, got, got any scissors in your over. house? Can't you just I cut know, the but fringe I can't, with scissors? I can't cut my... Then just let the rest grow. Like yeah. Dave Hill from Slade. <laughs> You'd like that, wouldn't you? That well, <laughs> like is a is likes a very big word, isn't it? Tolerate. <laughs> um, oh, please I mean, cut your own fringe. <laughs> Sorry, please I, I am cut gonna, your own fringe. And if we ever get out of this mess, I look forward to coming to the studio, having not done anything about that haircut, and arriving with the cut, the straight fringe, and oh. like Amelie. Oh, brilliant. You know, Emily yes. from the movie, I'm obviously not that. Well, a friend beautiful. of mine the other day, her husband cut her hair and we were all looking at this go, taking place on the House Party app and, you know, which is, you're familiar with it, aren't you, Frank? Because I think Buzz uses it. Indeed. Where you chat to people on it. And as we we're all looking at it, she said, oh, what do you think? And my goddaughter, honey, said, oh, you look a bit like Amelie because she had a short fringe. Yes. And, my, and my friend Sophie said, I hate Amelie. Oh, God, oh, I dear. think Amelie's the most beautiful woman of all time. No, but she After didn't like the partner. fringe, uh, which I understand. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I'll tell you my thing. I've gone a bit, um, I've gone slightly what's the point on some things. Oh. I, I, like I say, everybody's coming to my position. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the weather forecast, I think. Who yeah. cares about that now? We can't go out for most of the time. Yeah. You Although idiot. a few people have told me it's going to be really <laughs> cold next week. Well, let's hope so. I mean, <laughs> I've it? been I've been walking on Hampstead Heath, and this was, could be a much richer anecdote, but it, it isn't that mm. one. Oh. And um, there's a lot of runners on Hampstead. Hampstead Heath, I should say, is a big area of grassland in, in North London, if you don't know it. And um, there's a lot of runners on it, and um, I find that they... Um, they turn their noses up at the two-metre rule oh. and run, I mean, unsettlingly or frighteningly close, in fact. Mm. Like nearly a shoulder barge type territory. Well, we, we, not actually. I mean, I'm not talking um, the uh, the Verve video, but I'm talking <laughs> cl- 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 t- way, way inside the two metres. <clears throat> what, what I wish I'd got is a bolas. Oh. Um, I don't know if you're aware of the ancient hunting weapon, which is uh, it's two <laughs> stones at the end of a piece of uh, string, and you the animal runs away, and you throw it, and it wraps around the animal's legs, and they fall to the ground. Oh! And I would love to do that to a runner, not to go over to um, do anything horrible to them because I don't want any physical contact, but um, <laughs> just to go over and give them, you know, a bit of a talking so, to a about warning. what. Uh, Social yeah. distancing means. I, yeah. I like that you've got quite Hunger Games on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, may, well, may the odds forever be in your favour. We're, we're we're all uh, we're all in this together. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying it's just runners. I'm saying it's mainly runners. Mm. Is what I'm saying. I've started shouting um, two meters at people who aren't two meters away from me. Do you? Right. What, in Kat, your house, do you say that? No, no, I'm, I'm all right with that. Kat's been shouting that at me for years. <laughs> Kat saw a man on the heath this morning who had a stick with a white flag on the end who was literally um, using it and going, shoo, shoo, at people. Oh, I thought you meant he was surrendering to the coronavirus. No, no, God, no. Let's, the white let's flag. Not, I'd let's like to reintroduce the, uh, the phrase shoo. 
I think it's wonderful, and I don't. You don't hear it nearly as yeah. much these days. Too Could often I legally, in the dog world, isn't it? Yeah. Could I legally carry a broadsword whilst oh, question? Because it's 12.15. Oh. I, I could argue, could I not, that um, everyone's going to be two metres away, so I couldn't possibly do any damage with it. Mm. And mm. I just think if someone saw me carrying it, it might sort of bring home the government message a bit more. It might, it might. Uh, it'd be interesting to explore how this goes if you experiment with it. I'd be keen to hear an update well, this I mean, time I've next week. You could out. I've got to get like, one first. I might get an anorak. Oh. Like specially made, made out of police tape. Do not cross, and That's then the idea. message is clear. That's don't good. come near. Yeah, I think the armourers might be amongst the places <laughs> that have already closed. So, getting oh, old of yeah, that broadsword. Yeah. I mean, a lot of places it's, it's are annoying. Shot. I am. Um, I I was recycling this morning, and I was thinking, then what's the point? What's the point of that? That's <laughs> how I've got. <laughs> I'm at the stage now, which is not now, Greta. <laughs> Good, finally. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what's the point in all that? Let's just let's just stay in and cuddle our families. Goodness knows we can't cuddle anyone else. Maybe that's for the best, of course. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Uh, when you were saying a minute ago that uh, do we think we'll be different after all this calms down, I have already noticed a thing that I really like happening, which is people who express gratitude for things that just three weeks ago they wouldn't particularly care about. Like, I'm really glad I bought some new kettlebells in February <laughs> and I wouldn't mm-hmm. be. And Emily, I spoke to on the phone the other day and she said, I'm just really glad that my flat has some stairs. For some reason, I'm I'm really pleased by that. Oh, and I find fit. lots of people, well, just generally, lots of people are grateful. And, and I'm not just grateful for what I have got. I'm also grateful for what I've not got. Like, I do think I'm, I'm very pleased to not be having an affair right now because I think logistically oh. that would be really tricky at the moment. Mm. So yeah. that's a bonus, isn't it? In it's, many we ways. Should all, we well, should all I, be practicing um, gratitude for the small things at the moment. This is yeah. um, uh, slightly unsavoury, but completely true. Oh, I've been constipated for a week. And oh, um, my, timing, got... my timing could not be better because there's a toilet roll shortage. Oh, that's so, a lovely thing about gratitude. And you've talked about yeah, well, gratitude. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I respect time that. I've ever been grateful for that. I respect that. <laughs> may I recommend strong coffee or uh, apricots? Dried apricots would work on me. I don't know. Tell apricots. him afterwards. Call him. I'm not going out the house for apricots. It's not worth the risk. No, it's a bit of a sort of medieval thing to do, isn't it? I don't like coffee. I don't like coffee and I don't like people who like coffee. I'll get the cup. No, what you don't like... You don't mind coffee, Frank. What you don't like is, and I appreciate I'm telling you what you do and don't like, but get used to it. What you don't like is people sort of fetishising their coffee habit. So what we don't like is people saying, oh, need coffee. We don't like that. And anything related to Garfield drinking coffee. But I got got some um, grocery delivered to our house and it's really hard to do at the moment. And we finally got some through today and there was... We, I was running really quite low on tea bags, and tea oh. bags arriving. Isn't just, she in Rod Hull and Emu? There are certainly yeah, <laughs> there are certain things uh, 
Tea tea bags, Doctor Who, um, listening to The Fall, all these things. My son, I've I've introduced my son to Laurel and Hardy. We've been watching a lot of that. I've just gone to all the core-like things that I've got. so I've done the same, Frank. I've gone back to Evelyn War. I find comforting. Lord knows what I, but I do. Mm. And a lot of BBC archive, anything pre-1980. There you go. And, and I'm similar. I'm cleaning the shower naked. Yeah. <laughs> what now? <laughs> As we speak. <laughs> <laughs> of course, what I'm really looking forward to is when I get back to, um, to absolute God willing, then... Um, <laughs> Brilliantly, there should be loads and loads of free stuff that I've been sent that's been sort of stored up there. Oh, I'm very good. excited that's about that. I'll have to boil it all, but even <laughs> so. <that'll laughs> You'd have brilliant. to do that anyway. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening today. And um, please contact us because we'd love to keep um, using stuff from out there because you're a very bright, witty people. Um and you know what? Um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we will be back again this time next week. Now stop in. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. 